Alright, there we go. We're back. Oh, oops. <laughs> Hi guys, it's the theme, and I'm sitting here with Reese and Frederick. For the people that don't know Frederick, he is a theoretical physicist that is getting his PhD next month. Well, actually this month, because when the video is online, it's going to be this month. There's a few topics we want to talk about, and since he came by to visit, we thought we got to do it with him because he's the source when it comes down to knowledge about uh, science how far science is wikipedia is outdated when you look at him so for the people wondering what we're going to talk about today is reality reality reality, reality. do like a difficult one like does reality exist immediately to the point so sometimes you see sensationalist art articles going like scientists are investigating whether we all live in a giant hologram. What does that even mean, stuff like that? Does that, does that mean that everything is just... Are we a simulation? Uh, you know... Tell us, tell us, Frederick. Are we real? Is reality real? What are we? Please answer. What about the Illuminati? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Forget that one! <laughs> so, okay, science... will not be able to fulfill your strife to find the proof that you are real. Yeah, but obviously there's a level of fascinating shit that science is doing. What about all the articles about the holograms? And the, okay, you so, know? So, but the, the, the idea about the hologram, this is more like, if you have um, a sphere, if this hologram principle is true, you can describe the full contents of the sphere only by knowing the contents of the surface. Everything inside is projected on the surface. But you don't lose information, because if you would just project it like on the screen, you lose information. If my hand is behind the other one, it's not projected, right? So it, it's, it, a hologram never loses information. That's why they call it a hologram. But then it's for the full universe. So it means that instead of inside the universe, we could be living like on the edge of the universe. But it's more something mathematical, I mean. Right, it's more like, can we represent all the information yeah, 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 yeah. of the universe like that? I mean, like, Nah, it's, it's not, not quite as sensational as it seems. Okay, so then what about th stuff that is physical isn't really as 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 solid as people think it is, right? Yeah. Right. You mean fake one inside? Yeah, yeah. And and the fact that if you go down to actual particles, when we look at this, is one that tends to blow people's mind, and I, I find it very fascinating. So so so, if you zoom in your hand, you will see cells. You know, right? Cells, and then. All the, the enzyme stuff, blah blah. blah. I don't know mm -hmm. the names. Mm -hmm. You zoom in, you get molecules, you get atoms. Atom is, and that's where it begins. An atom is a core with an electron flowing around it. So if the core would be the size of a pea, then the atom would be the size of a cathedral. Okay. So actually, one atom is like an empty cathedral with only one small pea. Like a chickpea, but smaller, the green peas. Yeah, 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 but... And that all the, the other stuff is vacuum, nothing. Right, but that, this is what we learned in school, yes. right? But what I have learned is that even that isn't actually true. So then you go to the pea, which is a nucleus consisting of protons, neutrons. Right. Okay, so then a proton or, or a neutron for that matter, is three quarks, and then one quark. So the, if the size of one quark is a p, then the proton is a cathedral. 
again. Okay, so there's like a lot of a fucking empty space in there. We yeah. are mostly empty space. Take one atom, you take a cathedral, and then the core of the atom is one P, but this itself is a cathedral with inside the small P, which is then, uh, yeah. What is that P in that one cathedral? A quark. And, and is that 100%? fundamental? Yeah. As far as we know, yes. And it's the same size as the electron, by the way, so it's the cathedral, in cathedral for the electron. Right, but from what I understand, this stuff, the way you learn it in school, where they draw it on a board as if these are all like balls, is completely wrong. Yes, so you have the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, you can never know position or momentum at the same time. Okay, so the idea is just whenever you try to catch an electron, either you don't know where it is, or either you don't know how fast it was moving, so you don't have full information. So this means that by this reasoning, it can be here, it can be here, it can be here, it can be everywhere. It will not be following a round path. It's more like an electron cloud, but it's not really a cloud. It's just like uh, a region of possibility for the electron. Right, but it goes so far that, because people are hearing this and they'll think like, okay, so it's hard to measure, it's hard, like it's impossible to, for us to figure out where it but is. the electron is still real. How do you define what's like, is, what is the electron? Is it like a very small little ball? Is so it the like, electron, okay. Is so it like a more of a puffy thing? What is it well, like? Okay, so the nice thing about particle physics is that a particle is zero dimensional. It's a point. So what does it mean to be zero dimensional? It means that if you take your magnifying glass, you zoom in, it's still small, it's still a point. So wait. You zoom in, it's still a point. You zoom in, it's still a point. You zoom in, it's a point. So this is something that is not comparable to any actual physical object as we know it. No, no. So the idea of a point is really, it has zero dimensions. If you would take a small line, it's one dimension, length, right? Zero dimensions. So it's infinitely small. Yes, it's a point. So it's really like you take your pen, you put a point, but now if you zoom in, it gets bigger, right? Because you see the ink spots and you see... No, so it's not like that. You zoom in on a point, you still have a point. You so zoom in, you have a point. So the quark, the electron, which is everything we are built from, because the quarks make the protons, neutrons, nucleus, um, are just points. Infinitely really small. Infinitely small. So how do infinitely small shit bring about real shit? How does that even work? So the cool thing is to have this like fake size. So it would be something like their interaction radius. We could pin down the size of an electron to like the, the P I was referring to. But this would mean like it's, it's a radius where the electromagnetic interaction becomes so strong you could not get closer. Impossible. So it feels like it's two solid objects. If you would like try to collide two electrons, it would be impossible to put them closer than this distance because the, the interaction is so strong that it's just not possible. But so wait, wait, there wait. Is, there's nothing happening, there is no, it's, it's empty, right? It's empty space, but it's, it's a point, but this is a distance. It's only an, it's a measure. So this I find extremely fascinating. The way that we grow up, the way that we learn about molecules and electrons and all that shit is just wrong because we think they're marbles. People visualize like when you go with a super, with a like super, super, super magnifying glass, it doesn't really exist. They think there's all like little marbles bouncing around. No, 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 no. It, it's much cooler. I mean, you, you, me, we are built from points, zero points. dimensions. We are zero, built from zero dimensional dimensions. points. 
we are built from stuff that does not exist. I mean, it does not exist in the way that we normally look at things that exist. So, what, so then we come to the essence. What is the definition of a particle on a quantum level? Right. So a particle is a point, right, which has position, momentum. Okay, we cannot know them together and blah, 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 but these are the properties. And then it's just a set of properties. So position, momentum, mass, and then depending on the particle, it can have some charge, spin, spin, color charge. But this is more like it's not something which is happening here. No, no, no. It is just a set of a list of properties. It's like coding something. This has property, blah, 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 blah. But it's it's so it's, it's perfectly possible that we're just a simulation. Of course. Yeah, because it's like it's almost like we're NPCs in a video game, and the NPCs when they really get down to it and start to get scientific, they say like, "Wait a second, we don't exist out of stuff. There's nothing there." Okay, so yes, it's a good question. I mean, would we be able to see at some point to make the difference between a real world and a virtual world? And I think the answer is no. You won't be able to really clearly define a difference. No. I mean, because everything you would be able to measure inside your world, which would make it different from the real world, you just program it to be the same. If you if you would be a simulation, right? So let, let let me ask you, if it would be a perfect simulation, of course. If an electron, if we are is so an, perfect. Yeah, sorry. If an electron is an infinitely small point, is it smaller than the Planck length? Ah. Can so, you zoom in even more than the planet? This is where this is where we don't know for sure if our theory is still right, but the current the standard model, as it's called, so the current particle theory, it indeed says zero dimensions, so smaller than the Planck length. But that would contradict all the rest because no, no, if something no, no. can be smaller than the Planck length, then the universe would collapse. No, no. So this would just tell us that this is why. Standard quantum mechanics, quantum field theory, is not compatible with uh, gravity. That's where, where you have the paradox. That's where the problem. So, because of the fact that it's a point and it remains infinitely oh. small, you can get so small that you get smaller than a Planck length, which would mean if you plug this result in general relativity, which says that everything which has energy mass distorts space-time a bit. If you go so small, you distort it like making knots and stuff, and you just you kill space-time and luckily I mean it's not killed so something's wrong this just tells us that we cannot combine the two theories blindly it doesn't tell us that the electron is not a point particle no it tells us that we cannot combine them blindly string theory for example would say that the electron is not a point but one-dimensional so a small string one-dimensional means that the thickness of the string is zero so if you zoom in on the string it becomes bigger, but the thickness remains the same. And you will make this string the size of the Planck length. Then you don't have this problem with tearing and stuff. Mm. So this is the main idea about string theory. Mm. But then uh, this doesn't mean that, because in this way you can solve it, this doesn't mean that the electron is not a point. Maybe there are other ways to solve it, to combine the two theories. I understood this. I don't know if you guys understood it. <laughs> you just rewind. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's one thing that we got to touch upon. When we're talking about reality, okay, we talked about how we're made up, everything is made up of stuff that is that is not stuff as we know it. Because when we think of, of stuff, stuff that exists, it's, it's stuff that we can touch in some shape or form, it's stuff that has some sort of consistency, whatever. We're made up of stuff that does not have any sort of dimension or weight or mass. Now, 
What about, and this is something people find very fascinating, observer effect? You mean that the measurement collapses? The yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is not, uh, not necessarily tied to us. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you collide to particles, you have the same effect, I mean. So it's, it's tied to the fact that you make a measurement. And a measurement means literally you try to identify some of the properties. Mm -hmm. You remember, particle is just a sum of properties. So from now you try to identify some of these properties, you intervene in what's happening. And so the, the wave function collapses. Wave function collapses means just that every particle, every quantum system, always has a set of possibilities, which it can be in. Like, it can be A or B or C or D, right? Quantum theory tells us it will be a combination of all of these at the same time, the whole time, always. But from the moment you make the measurement, it chooses one of them, right? But this is really crazy because I think what's, what's unfortunate is that it tends to be very difficult for people to grasp just how crazy it is because what, what you have is you have all these confusing labels, labels like the wave particle duality and stuff. And so people think, oh yeah, um, this is just, you know, because waves behave like that and I don't fully grasp it and that's, that's that. But the reality of it is really, so, so, really so crazy. Let's make a small, simple allegory. Imagine we have a particle. It can be green, red or blue. Only green, red or blue, right? It cannot be purple or whatever. Three options, that's it. Quantum theory tells us that it will be all the time in a combination of all three. So purple, for example. It cannot be, but it is. But from the moment you measure it, it will be either green, either red or either blue. You will never see something else in these three. Okay, but there's actual experiments because it, this is not just like some mathematics or whatever. There's actual experiments, like a double slit experiment, where they can actually prove in a lab that when, basically, I'm oversimplifying, but basically when they're not looking, it's all the options at the same time. And when they look, it chooses one option. Yes. They can actually prove this. Yes. That changes how you view reality, a thing like that. Everything in the world consists out of particles, which yeah. are not only zero-dimensional, but they also behave in ways that is completely beyond our normal conceptualizations of stuff to the point that we have to describe them as like, oh, well, they can be multiple things at the same time. And... And the thing is, like, they can also pop in and out of existence. Yeah, so... so let's call it brainfuck. Yeah, brain fuck is a good word for all of this. <laughs>